pneumonia. Use my fangs to murder you. Soy la diosa, los demonios no me controlan. Soy culebra. What's up, everyone? Seven Octobers here with another episode of Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. Um, and today is episode 15. This is season five. Uh, I've been having a lot of dope guests. Shout out to all the people that I've had this season. Um, and today uh, is no different. Um, I actually, the next guest that I'm going to have on today, um, I met him at the San Diego Latino Film Festival here in San Diego, uh, where I'm from. Uh, and it was my first time volunteering and I volunteered uh, for the uh, media. So it was pretty cool. I got to um, be part of the red carpet. So getting to see all the actors, directors, pretty much all the creatives there um, and uh, follow along with the hosts that were doing the interviews and shout out to um, Jordan and Joanna who were the ones that were uh, doing the interviews at the SD Latino Film Festival. Um, and shout out to the Latino Film Festival as well for all the connections that I made that day. But I met a uh, really dope uh, director, his name is Manny Baeza. Um, he's from um, Imperial County, um, and yeah, he has a really dope horror short called Bitter Murmur that we're gonna get into in a second. But let me bring him on. Hey, Manny, how you doing? <laughs> good. How you doing? Good, good, good. Uh, thank you again because I know you said it's it's been busy for you. It's been busy probably for everybody here um, as well because I've been having a crazy ass month already, and it, we're in May. So when you guys are watching this, it's probably gonna be like july august but um thank you for joining me um and just Thanks to kinda, for having me. <laughs> yeah no problem um and just to get started like for those that might not know you um if you don't mind like talking about a little bit of how you got into you know like filmmaking um and how you you ended up you know at the latino film festival well i started uh filmmaking kind of like when i was a kid i just um it was yeah like like around like uh like when i was like 14 like i just I had my parents had a video camera, like one of those old school VHS ones. And I used to, I used to make little like shorts with my siblings and my cousins, like, you know, I'm Mexican. So like we have like big family gatherings. So I would just like, you know, go with my cousins and like, we'd make like, we're always like obsessed with horror, like always obsessed. So like we used to make like, just like little horror, like shorts and stuff and just have ourselves watch them just us for us. And I was always the guy just like recording them and telling them what to do. And, um, yeah, as I got into high school, I just started doing, um, I was big in skateboarding. So I just did a lot of skateboarding videos. Like I would record them and that's where I learned how to edit. Like, okay. cause that's when like editing software started getting like digitalized, like on computers and stuff. And, um, yeah, it would just, it was, that's where I learned that. And I kind of took a break from it. Like most of my twenties, I just okay. stopped, I stopped making anything like just kind of just worked and yeah, eventually, um, like towards like the end of my twenties, like that's when I started, uh, when I made my first short film and it was like, I, I read, um, Robert Rodriguez's book, uh, um, oh, yeah, without a crew. Yeah. Oh, that thing, that thing inspired me. It really inspired yeah. me to like make, uh, make my own movie. So I just kind of wrote a short and I made one and I, that was like my film school. It was like, I, I did everything on set. Like it was literally me as a crew. And I had, um, I had two of my friends as like the actors and, mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was an interesting learning experience. Like it was a lot of failing, you know? And yeah. after that, I started making a lot of like shorts in San Diego when I lived there. And, um, cause I lived there for like, like 15 years, like it was a long time. Oh, wow. And, um, I, I just make shorts there and got involved a little bit with the SD film community. And, um, yeah, I just, it was like a lot of, like, maybe I made like probably like 10 shorts, but only like two of them were watchable. <laughs> so it was like, you know, it was like, you, you gotta, you gotta kind of like fail like a lot. And, and I ended up uh, writing this, like during COVID, I wrote this horror short and that's the one that like, kind of like stepped it up a little bit, you know, it stepped up a level for me. Yeah. Like it was like, just like, uh, it was a lot of like, I learned a lot from those past experiences. Yeah. I'm not gonna say failures, but <laughs> experiences. And uh, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really important lessons Yeah. of what not to do and you know things like to do so it was cool it was cool that's cool and that's cool that you kept going because you know some people probably do it and let's say they didn't like how it came out and they're like ah maybe this is not not it but it's cool that you kept going and making it better you know because I, yeah. I really love that short it, it's really dope and we'll get into it in a second but how did you um how did your love for horror start though i know you mentioned it a little bit but like was there a specific movie or something that kind of like triggered you to like fall in love with that genre yeah it was uh <laughs> It was actually the exorcist because uh when i was a kid um my mom like 
and dad they were super strict with me about like watching movies and i couldn't watch like i couldn't watch like mature stuff on tv and and like um movies like it was no different like i couldn't watch horror like that was no no actions no horrors or nothing so like mm-hmm. my aunt and like it was my dad's sister she like had me spend at her house because like they were all young when i was a kid so they were like you know in their teenage years and um they, mm-hmm. she actually showed me like the exorcist and she thought i was gonna be freaked out but i actually like was pretty like i was pretty intrigued i was like whoa and then like <laughs> after that like i just kept asking her to show me more like you know these like rated r horror movies and she just got into like you know like more like the 70s stuff she went to like the more of the, like you know the shining and shit like that and yeah it just like really like picked up and then when it got to like the later 90s like she took me to go see scream and that one like really like i was just like whoa like this is like a different like kind of horror movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and yeah it was i was obsessed with it like all the old cheesy stephen king movies like i love them so much yeah like they're they're you know that's that's what inspired like to do this one a lot too you know just like the stuff that scared me in those yeah i remember uh, yeah uh, stephen king has a lot of even though he didn't like direct them obviously it, they come from his books but like sleepwalkers is one where it's like super cheesy but i, I love that movie I don't know if you've yeah. seen that one. <laughs> yes, yes. Me and my sister, we're we're both really close, so we both like really love that movie too. We loved all those cheesy ones. Like yeah. they're the best. Like we we still like when she comes down, like we'll we'll watch thinner and stuff because she's oh, like yeah. obsessed with dinner. I, I love think that's under, too. that's underrated. I feel I was talking about that film the other day with someone. Like I feel like it's an underrated film. <laughs> yeah, it, it it really is, honestly. <laughs> I feel like uh drag me to hell, like the whole gypsy curse thing, like I oh, yeah, yeah. takes from from thinner, you know, like that's where the first... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Sam Raimi like love yes. his horrors. Like yes. his horrors are awesome, man. Yeah. But and yours kind of reminded me a little bit, like, and we'll get into it right now about um your your short film uh, Bitter Murmur, but um what I liked about yours, because I, I was just, I'm just re- having like a marathon of like Insidious. I'm rewatching it because I'm getting ready for the new film to come out. And I was like, I need to refresh my memory. <laughs> and what I love about them, like the directors like James Wan and Lee Wanell, is that they use a lot of like the soundtrack and the pacing. And it's not really like about the jump scare, really, because everything like I like because I was watching the behind the scenes on the DVDs. And it was cool. He said, he's like, I never wanted to do like those jump scares. And it's, it turns out to be fake. Like I wanted to make them real. Like in the first one, I don't know if you remember the scene where like the wife is in the room by herself and she starts, she sees this dude pacing by her window. And then the next thing you know, the dude is inside her room. And he's like, yep. I wanted to make it real. Like I didn't want to like just scare you. I'm like, oh, it was, it was a, a fake scare. Like I wanted to make it as real as possible. So I was like, oh, that was really cool. I never really thought about it. But your film kind of like reminds me of that like um because you used a lot of like the pacing the music to kind of build tension um and so let's talk about that like how you 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 already told me like why it got inspired but for those who haven't heard your story like what inspired the film um and will there be like a feature length film for it well what inspired it was um i was i was kind of like in a in in like a rut like because i was uh it was like during covid and stuff and and I was already hadn't created something for like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was like, really like, I had a lot of angst and anxiety from the virus and I couldn't go out. And I was just like stuck here in my house and, and, um, my room specifically. And, and, um, yeah, I just, I just started writing about, um, like just, I just wanted to write like a simple little, it was like a, it started off as like a three page, like, like little scene basically so i can get back into like directing like yeah. once it was clear uh-huh. and then um eventually it turned into into uh like a it was like a 20 page script like at, at one point and and um yeah i just it just all came from like the anxieties i was feeling and and that's what i use like as like motivation basically for like the the things that happen in the story like it's just how she's feeling and that's the reason why I made it like a like a female lead too, because if I yeah. I felt like if I made it a, a dude, it was like <laughs> like my people that were close to me were gonna be like, dude, that's you, man. That's like you straight up right there. Yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't want that. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. Like, so I just made her a female, and I um, yeah, I just um, with the with the script, like after it was it was done, like I I looked around for a producer, and I found one, and she you know she wanted to come on board. And she gave me a lot of notes and we, me and her, like, just really cut the script down to like, you know, it was like five, seven pages. So it was like, it was like a nice little short, something that, you know, another thing is like something I could afford because even that costs a lot just for one day of shooting. Yeah. And yeah. And the feature, like, um, 
I have it like basically outlined, but I don't have it like, you know, set. Like I haven't really been writing that. I've been been working on like a couple other little shorts that I've been wanting to do. Yeah. And I know you mentioned too, like how like the the monster or the creature that like whatever is the apparition that shows up in the in the short film. I don't want to kind of kill it for people that haven't seen it, but um <laughs> Like, it was it kind of like a personification of anxiety? Is that kind of how it got inspired? Or how did the actual, like, basic part of the story, like, the what you yeah. decided what the monster would be? It was basically anxiety. It was like, okay. that's that's why people ask me at the end, you know, like, is it real or in her head? And, uh-huh. and you know, I could, I could cop out and be like, oh, dude, like, it's it's whatever <laughs> you interpret it to be. But it really, it's it's in her head. It's yeah. a lot, it's it's in her head. Because, yeah. like, it's it's a lot what I got, like, when I was, um when I was actually writing it during covid it was like i had i was do- dealing with a lot of anxiety for me so i was having a lot of like panic attacks and i didn't know what they were mm-hmm. and i you know I, I thought i was going crazy i thought i was like had a brain tumor or something like something <laughs> crazy so yeah i went to the doctor and the, all they would tell me was just you got to relax and yeah. i was like that's the one thing you know i didn't want to hear it was like always like it's in your head it's in your yeah. head yeah and so like that's why i was just like oh what if i made this like into like a little short or something like a, like you know it's like <laughs> The monster is like just something that's like not real, but it's like in her head. And it was just, it was just like a fun little thing. And, you know, I got inspired by a lot of um, the the tension and stuff I threw in there was like inspired by a lot from um, a lot of James Wan stuff because like how he puts like that, that tension, like, you know, like just in stuff and nothing happens, you know, like that's, that's what I love. Like, that's what I try to like replicate in a way, pay homage to. Yeah, I think yeah, I thought that was really dope because I was like, I can relate to, to that. Like, I think I, I deal with anxiety too. So I was like, oh, and I was like thinking too, like in the future film, like obviously, do you explore more of that, like of the whole apparition and like? Yeah, it actually like in the way I had it outlined, it was like a, it deals with, with her a lot. Like, like she it keeps like getting worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. until like you know like explodes basically like like when you try to fight something that's basically with anxiety when you try to fight it too much and it's like you don't deal with it it just yeah, like it, it explodes yeah. yeah so like that's the whole thing and then it's like we explore more about like you know about her husband like oh. is he real or is like say too yeah <laughs> yeah you know it is like is he real or is like is he also like in her head too yeah so it was just it was just like little things like that but, but you know features are like yeah <laughs> i applaud those guys those indies indie filmmakers that can do a feature because like it's it's a lot of work and a lot of money just to do a short, you know. Yeah, and then it was really like I really like dug it because I was like I was like I'm hoping it's good because I already told them I'm gonna have my podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like I really like loved it, like I enjoyed it. Um, and the other ones that were on there too on the block of like all the shorts were really cool. Um, but what I really liked about yours too. It kind of reminded me of Smile, like the the beginning scene with the with the like. Uh, I got, I kind of got that a lot from right? like people that saw it. They were just yeah. like, "Hey, did you did you watch Smile?" I was like, <laughs> "No," because at the time I never saw it, so I was yeah. like, "No, I hadn't seen it." And then I went to see the theaters, and I loved it. I I loved it the way yeah. they dealt with that too. Yeah, because I feel like that was also like, was it even real either? It might it kind of was like also like tra- like some like trauma person personifying yeah. like this monster, right? So. Yep, and that's that's honestly like how we're going to explore it in my, my feature of this is like, it was like, you know, like that it's, it's not real. It's like, it's, it's just all trauma. Like that she dealt with as a little kid and never really dealt with it. She just like runs away, you know? Yeah. And, and that like that they kind of did it in this movie. So I was like, Oh, they already have this movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the they already have really good too. Like, even though it was like a short, but it's like, it, it does a lot when you have like good, like a good cast, uh, good writing. Um, and just like the overall, like the cinematography, like, I really love the, the Thank actress. You. She was really good. And obviously, the oh my God, yeah. Kaylin, I got so lucky with her. She like, it's, it's a trip with her because like, she didn't, uh, she didn't have any like prior, like acting experience before wow. this. Like she was just like barely like diving into it. Like, uh, cause she was a dancer, like, uh, oh, like okay. a performer. Uh-huh. And so like, um, she, all she did was give me like a headshot and it wasn't even like a real head. It was like a Polaroid of her, like her face, like just smiling. And she was just like, she sent me like a long cover letter, basically like, like, can I please have a, you know, opportunity just to audition? Like, yeah. and like, you know, cause I don't have any, this and that I don't have any experience. I don't have any work, but I would just love just to audition. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, like anybody that gave me like a cover letter or anything like a note, like to mm-hmm. just ask, like, it's like, cause you know, in this business, like nobody, nobody gives you a chance, man. Like, That's true. and yeah, I gave her a chance and like she blew me away in her audition. I was like, whoa, because like the way I did it was I, I gave him like a couple pages from the script and I told him like, 
like I'm not going to give you any direction. I'm just going to let you go with it. What what you think? Like I want you to interpret the scene yourself, yeah, and see like see what you come up with. And and she came up with it like spot on, exactly what I was feeling. Like like yeah. it was just like the way she like shook and like the way she had her eyes and everything. I was like, whoa, like this is like I was like so fixated on her, and I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like she actually nailed it. Like yeah, and yeah, on set she was like she was great, man. She was great, but like I could tell she was really nervous. Mm-hmm. It's like because like um you know these eight eight K because we shot it in eight K so like we had this like telephoto lens for like the the those like uh, profile shots yeah and um yeah she uh I could see like her heart like beating all hard through her neck oh my god you know like I could see <laughs> yeah. like pulsing I was just like whoa she's like really nervous and and then, like uh the mics too you could pick up on like their stomachs gargling and stuff so we had to kind of like just relax everybody you know just yeah no, relax 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 like. Cause they kind of look like a, like a pretty big set in there. Cause it was like a lot of people and it was like, you know, a lot of lights and the smoke machine, everything, the haze machine, it had everything in there. Oh, wow. And it was just like, yeah, it was the sound guy. Like he had like, he had them lobbed up. He had like, you know, two booms. He had hidden mics all around the set, like oh, wow. picking up everything. Yeah. So it was just like, it, it was, it was, it was, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. It was like, it was, te- it was definitely, it was my first time meeting everybody too. Cause like my producer just hired everybody like, I just like paid her and she hired everybody Nice. except for the DP, like the DP and me, we had to click. So we had a couple of like, you know, phone conversations and, you know, zoom, zoom meetings. Yeah. See, if we clicked and that guy, I mean, like we clicked right away. Like he saw exactly what I saw. And like, it was awesome. It was just like a really good, you know, we had a good sync going on on set. Yeah. It's like, we didn't even need a shot list. Cause like, I literally just, he knew what I wanted, like what shots I wanted. I just nice. told him like where to put the camera and he was just like, he knew which like close-ups I wanted and everything. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean like, especially cause you said she's like the main character. So it's good that you got like a good, um, like a, ca- a cast person, even though she, cause she's the main primary, um, that's carrying the film. Right. So, uh, yeah, she kind of reminded me a little bit of like Katie Holmes, like just the way she looks, not her acting. Cause Katie Holmes is not the best actor. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, and how long did it take you to like uh, film the short and how many days? Uh, we only had one day, 11 hours. Oh, wow. 11 hours and it was supposed to be uh, like four locations. Okay. So we we just, man, my producer like really like she was she was a gem man. Like she she found like, you know, these places and we just was she she planned it out like everything. So it was like there was there was hiccups on set, but like she took care of them. Like all she had me, she kept telling me, she's like, she's like, she's like, Manny, just just go over there and, and you know, just 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 be with actors, just be with actors. He's like, don't worry about this. I'll take care of it. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. Because it was like, you know, wardrobe malfunctions and shit like that. Okay. And yeah. what about um the makeup, like for like the, the personification of like anxiety, like who did all that? That was pretty cool. Oh yeah. It was, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, an actual makeup artist that she knew of. Um, She knew her and okay. she, um she like, you know, like sent me her stuff and she's like, what do you think about, you know, her doing this? And, I was like, yeah, yeah, like, and you know, we, me and her, me and the makeup artist, her name's Alondra. Uh-huh. Like, uh, she does. <laughs> it's funny because like she does, uh, like the makeup for like the prosthetics and like the special effects for those, uh, for the, what are they? Those, uh, the Who's at Universal Studios. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and the shows. <laughs> like, she does all the makeup for them. Oh, wow. And so, like, um, yeah, she's like a, she's like actually like she's a really like talented makeup artist, and I, I literally can only afford her for like. I think like three hours. That's yeah. all I could afford it for. Uh-huh. So like she just did the makeup and, and yeah, she just left. Like <laughs> she just did the makeup, said bye and left. And, but, <laughs> but you know, after, after the the whole set and everything, she loved the movie and she kept coming to like a lot of the screenings and stuff in LA. Yeah. And it was cool. It was cool. She was like really supportive of it, like sharing it everywhere on her, on her social media. And, but um, yeah, she, we just had her and she, like she like airbrushed her. because that that was that was another thing like um to save money like Mm -hmm. me and my producer like looked for somebody that had kind of like like angular like facial features already so we don't Mm -hmm. have to put prosthetics and stuff so like yeah and so like we kind of like wanted to go for like an older woman Mm -hmm. like and then like you know this one like was like perfect she goes my producer was like hey i found this you know girl in this acting class like what about her and she was she was really cool but you know a little difficult at times, uh-huh. but you know, she was a really sweet lady, but yeah. she just didn't really want to do the, 
the things that I really envisioned with like the, I really wanted her like in the short, like she has like sh- stuff coming out of her mouth, like drooling. Okay. And yeah. even at the end, you know, when she like pins her down on the bed, yeah, like she's supposed to be drooling on Kaylin, like all over her face, like with the black stuff and everything. And it was, it was supposed to be like my alien thing. Yeah. But, um, and, and we all like, you know, my, my actress Kaylin, she agreed to it. She was all stoked for it and everything. Yeah. And, and yeah, the, the Matanya, she didn't want to do it. She, yeah. she didn't want anything in her mouth. Okay. any any and it's even though the you know alondra was telling her that you know nothing's gonna mess up her teeth or her dentures or whatever yeah. <laughs> so yeah so it was it was a trip and then like you know her wardrobe too like i bought her that gown and i guess it was see-through mm-hmm. like like it was just all sheer or something and mm-hmm. like you know we couldn't have her like going around like and she was wearing like a like a black bra so yeah. <laughs> my my ad like he's like he's like dude there's a target right here i'm gonna run the store and just buy her a you know undershirt and we're gonna put it on it's gonna be perfect i was like all right so he like he ran to this over there and got it and came back and it was just stuff like that like we had like a really good sync yeah. going on and because we literally only had the location from 11 a.m to 11 p.m that's it that's oh, all wow. that that guy let us have it for yeah oh wow that's crazy um and, and we was- had and 11 oh. o'clock we had we had to be out like it had to be before so we had to wrap at out. 10 oh shit. yeah okay. Damn. And that's why he gave us a discount too, because my producer volunteered like the crew and us to like clean up the house. Yeah. Instead of like charging a cleaning fee. Yeah. Where did you guys film? Where was it? Was it- uh, in uh, uh, Los Feliz in uh, L.A. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's we good. we shot we shot there. It was, it was it was cool. Like when we scouted the location, it was like it was like perfect. But they didn't they didn't tell us like two things. They didn't tell us that 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 it's noisy because there was like planes going by during the mm. day when we were shooting yeah and then and then there was um there was stupid uh the bathtub didn't work and then like, one of the bathrooms didn't work so we we're like stuck like like you know this you know it was like 20 people in there like using one one bathroom man oh wow <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty bad it was like yeah so like it was just stuff that we should have we should have known you know because we paid a lot for that location we paid, yeah. we paid a lot was it like yeah, a dude. like an Airbnb type of thing or like a room or what was it or like a It's this house? um it's it's like this like app where you use it's called like I forgot what it was called, it but Peer it's Space? like it's basically like kind Yeah, of? yeah, Peer Space. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've used it before. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it was it was cool. Like the guy was really cool. Like, you know, he but it's just like that's that's one complaint I had. It was like the bathroom. And it was just like, you know, one one bathroom for the whole set. It was yeah. pretty ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, what was the worst part and the and the most uh, like fun part about making it? But you already answered the what's the worst part. Uh, what was it was a bathroom, <laughs> and then there was a quinceanera going on next door. Oh, I think you told me about that. Yeah, there was oh a quince- so all all the night scenes you see, like the bedroom scenes, all of them in the dark. Like we had to ADR the whole thing. Oh, wow. So I hired like I had a good sound mixer. So he he uh, he hired a or he uh, recommended an actress, like a voice actress, like in where he was from because he's for he's from seattle mm-hmm. so like he uh, recommended one and um yeah I, I just paid her and she just did the overdubbing with him oh, wow. and it came out good like he yeah. synced it and everything like he did i this was like one of the first shorts that i did, only had to do was edit yeah. <laughs> edit and direct yeah no it came out good because um i watched like not to like you know burn people out in the film festival but like your your uh your audio everything was good because i saw like one of the films where like the audio was really bad like it was not oh. synced. It was not synced. And for me, it bugs me. Even it was only like I think like two seconds off or something. But it throws me off. Like if the lips are moving and then the like the words are coming out either slower or faster. Yeah, <laughs> it was I, like rubber it lips. Threw me off. Yeah, and it, it like ru- like it turns me off the the movie because I'm like I'm just watching them talk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's 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 a big thing. And then like when we we uh because we premiered this at the at the at the Chinese theater in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So like we got the the theater number one, which mm-hmm. is like the big big one, and it had like this the sound system is ridiculous there. So like, like um, I was really scared. I was just like, holy crap! Like my my sound mixer, like he did this in his room, you know, like in his like little studio apartment, <laughs> and like and like the ones that we're competing with, like we're not competing, like because I always think of it as like we're screening with them, you know, yeah, we're yeah. we're in the same level, so we're screening with these other guys and they had like actual like sound stages and stuff. Even the one Latino, like a lot yeah. of those guys, they had like sound, sound mixing, like, you know, the stages and everything. Yeah. And like, um, I was just like, dude, how are we going to compete with this? Like, like, how are we going to compare and not compete? And um, luckily, like, 
ours is like one of the first the only ones in the like the shorts block in the the chinese theater that didn't like have like like peaking levels where it was just like too high yeah yeah yeah. it was like it was just like mixed like perfect and it was just like it was a trip it was a trip it was you could hear it in the back and everything and like you know when she like when she's like uh wheezing and stuff and it was so cool i was just like whoa this is like (laughs) this is insane yeah i think that it was good yeah and man but like that's the only thing i I had my gripe with with the latino film festival was that they didn't tell me that they were gonna they were gonna like do stereo mix it sounded like stereo mix to me like it was all in the front of the screen yeah and like i was expecting it to be around more because like yeah yeah because that's that's what our dcp has is like it's like it has a the 5.1 mix so it's just like you know he spent a lot of time doing that and it's just like it makes a big difference like to hear it in the 5.1 it does so that's why like when you actually hear it with headphones it actually sounds like good too yeah like that's 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 how i watch everything that's why so i like i'm like uh big on the the headphone thing you know yeah and i'm the, I'm the same way because yeah that's why honestly i don't go to the amc theater i was like they should have had it somewhere else because um the one i go to is in grossmont and that one has the surround sound like and you can oh, tell okay. like, say, like the difference i don't know if, if amc has it maybe then just in certain theaters but i don't really go there anymore just because it's pricier and i feel like it's not like the best quality <laughs> um, yeah but... they just don't really care like they yeah. don't they don't have as much love even even yeah. like um yeah, like even even like the the old school theaters have like better sound systems, you know. Exactly. Yeah, but either way, it's it sounded good. Like I could like hear like the tension and all that stuff with the like I said, like the James Wan type <laughs> of vibe. You should have <laughs> seen me on the top over there when I was I was like I was having a beer, just like I was like, God damn it! Like I was just like I was dying inside. I was just like the sound, like I can't even hear it all the way up here. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because talking about that, like it reminds me of like us as creatives, like we all notice those little things, like you yourself. I know, there. but the other people are like, oh, I mean, they're unless they're like into like super like sound, like we we know, people will be like, oh damn, I can't really hear it on you know around me. I can only hear it in the front, but um, either we way, notice everything, yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm the same way because I just had like a, an episode too, like not for this podcast, but the other podcast I do with my sister and. I forgot to turn off like the speaker, the internal speaker on my computer. And when I don't do that, like it echoes and I was pissed because oh. I forgot. And the episode was like all <laughs> echoey and I was like, it bugs me. And then my, my, one of my friends was like, you know, somebody else is not really going to notice it. I'm like, yeah, but I, I am I just like, sorry. And I didn't figure out how to remove it. So I was like, I'm probably gonna have to drop it that way. So, um, but yeah, that bugs me. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally feel you on that. <laughs> uh, There's like little, little things I was doing that to the film too. <laughs> Uh, what was your favorite part of the of the film of doing the of, film? Uh, oh doing the film was um was actually uh directing like i i think the rehearsing with the actors was like my favorite part honestly because this is uh, honestly like one of the first times that i really like really really like directed the film like because before this like i was just like still learning so i didn't really know like mm-hmm. how to direct like properly i mean I, there's not real right or wrong way but i didn't really know like I didn't know so like this one like i just went into it and i just like you know i i really like talked to my actors and really like got them like you know feeling like they're in the safe space to kind of like safe space to kind of like you know play around a little bit and shoot ideas at me and and like they just like really gave me what i wanted man like it was it was awesome it was awesome that was like my favorite part of it yeah it was just it was just directing them and you know like we became like really close friends you know just through the process that's pretty cool um, and how do you normally like I know you talked a little bit about this film, but for like um, future projects or anything like that, when you're trying to think of an idea for a film, like where do you start? Do you just kind of start like writing the screenplay or do you think about like the premise first and then go from there? What's like your process? Honestly, it's um, how I'm feeling like in the certain mindset that I'm feeling like this new short that I'm writing, for example, I, I feel like I feel a little bit of like grief like that I was feeling grief like the past, last couple of months and a lot of like feeling, feeling like trapped. Mm-hmm. So like, I was just like, kind of, kind of just like, you know, in my head a little bit. And then like, I came up with this, like basically like a premise, like a premise, like a log line in my head. And then it just kind of like went off from there and just, you know, went into the actual script and, you know, that's, that's what I've been doing in the past couple, couple of weeks is like literally just writing, just yeah. writing, writing, and just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you, just, what like, program do you use for your writing? Or for your uh, final draft okay final draft and what what advice would you give like uh someone starting out um to like you know start filmmaking either directing or writing 
uh, just literally um go out there and make something like nobody's gonna give you money nobody's gonna give you like the right advice like like they can you gotta do it you gotta just go out there and make something even if it, if it comes out like like bad like yeah. it's okay like you just learn something from it like that that's that's the big thing with me is like you just gotta go out there and make it and like even if you like fail like you know you, you don't really fail because like you just the the biggest thing is like you just waste money like <laughs> you just you just waste money so so like just 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 make something like make something like write just like um yeah just that's that's my biggest thing is just like go out there and create and you'll 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 get better you'll find your voice and your writing if if you don't like writing just get a friend or somebody that likes writing and team up with them and and uh yeah just make something and you'll you'll eventually like figure it out like on the way up like i mean if you don't if it's that's not your thing you could read a bunch of books yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, and you and you mentioned a good book for those that were listening. It was a yeah. crew. I I read that one too, and I, I was like super inspired by it. Even though it was like back it's, in the day, but like for him to have still done like, it, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like some stuff in there is kind of ridiculous. Where he's just like, oh, you you know, I'm just gonna do this and this, but yeah. it's 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 cool. It's really inspirational. Like it's a cool story, especially in, like you know being Latino and stuff. Like yes. it's cool. Like another Mexican like just made it. You know, like like that. Like it was cool. Yeah, he's like one of my favorite directors. But yeah, I was cracking up with the like pretty much he was selling his body like for experiments just to make the yeah. money. Yeah, <laughs> for the money, for the money. Yeah. I know. That was yeah, crazy. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would go that far, but <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think I would go that far. Like selling, like, <laughs> like going for experiments and stuff. Just I just uh save some money on the side. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, he's like he's really dope. Like from Dust Till Dawn is one of my favorite films of all time. So. Like, oh yeah. yeah yeah that's i got a lot of inspiration from that one for this uh for this next little short that i'm doing oh nice well that that i wrote i haven't uh -huh. i'm not gonna i have no plans on like really shooting it yet but we'll see yeah i really love like how he uses like like mexican mythology like into his into that at least that specific film and i was like i want to do something like that later on for sure yeah like, yeah that'd be cool because I, I really like how and then the show too i don't know if you ever watched did you watch the show when it, it was on netflix I never did. I never got to see it. It was it was pretty good because he yeah it, it was like pretty much a continuation of the films originally from like the first film pretty much because you know how at the end they show the pyramid in the back of the yeah city twister it's or like whatever. the Mayan one and stuff yeah, yeah and so they go more into the mythology of it which I really love oh that's cool but then it got canceled after like I think the third or second season I was so mad but uh, yeah so and he directed I think uh, most of the episodes I think for that one. I gotta check it out. I really gotta check it out because yeah. I love Rodriguez. Like he's still one of my biggest inspirations, man. Yeah, like have, I love. I love that he gives opportunities to other Latino actors too. Like you know, like he yeah, has, uh, uh, in that in the what's it called in the show, he brings some of the people back, like uh, Danny Trejo, uh, Cheech Marin, I think comes back, and then Wilmer Valderrama is in it. Yeah, and he has other other Latino actors in there. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then I was going to ask you too, what's your favorite, uh, scene from Bitter Murmur and why? I think honestly, I like, um, I like the bathroom scene a lot. Like oh, there's yeah. a, the scene, there's a scene in the bathroom where just yeah. like that one took me the longest to edit, honestly. Cause like my, I, I got, you know, I got a lot of notes from my, from my producer and director. Cause that's the kind of like, or my DP, cause that's the kind of like filmmaker I am. Like I like to. I like to hear everybody's opinions. Like, I don't, I don't care if it's like, you know, a PA on set or somebody like it, it's, it's, it's cool just hearing everybody out. Like, cause everybody has a good idea sometimes. And, yeah. and like, so I just like, you know, got, I got close with my producer and my DP and, and when I was editing it, I was like, Hey, can you give me some notes? You know, like, you know, real, like real notes, like just be real with me. And, you know, like, and they were just like, though, it was always the same thing. It was like, you got to make like a bigger meal of the bathroom scene. Yeah. Like, you got to make it more, more tension, more everything. Like, more anxiety in there and i was like all right all right so i just it, it took like like man it took so many edits like of that scene just to get it like right and yeah that's what like like hooked my my cinema uh, my uh composer like he was just like really like he was like yeah man after i saw the scene like you know i just i wanted to be a part of it and yeah. i was like cool man like like that's that's the one that i like the most like because it's just like it's just like a lot of stuff and like nothing really happens you know yeah it reminded <laughs> like a lot me a of little bit of the um the nightmare on elm street scene when she's in the bathtub like it kind of reminded me of that where she's just oh falling, yeah yeah she's falling asleep and the glove starts coming out <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so that that's what i really wanted like after doing that scene it really inspired me to like um 
for this next short like i just really like wrote a lot of like tense scenes like that like really like just a lot of like build up you know just a yeah. lot of build up for like no really payback in a way like yeah. there's just like a builds up and nothing happens yeah. until like the end like something <laughs> does happen that's cool uh and i was gonna ask you too like um talking about like scaring and uh, like uh like the tension of the films like for you like why do you feel because uh, i like asking this question like what do you feel like people love being scared like what do you think people what it is about fear that people like or like watching horror movies for example like or at least for you if you can you can't maybe speak for others but for yourself like what what do you think that we love being scared i think it's like an adrenaline it's like a roller coaster it's like gives you like that rush you know like you're like oh like you know something like i mean i haven't i haven't really been scared like lately for many mm -hmm. movies but like I, they still like make me jump sometimes but yeah you know i just i just don't really like those like like cute jump scares too much like yeah <laughs> with the, the you know the loud noises but that that's yeah. what freaks me out like loud noises yeah so like uh i think it's what it is it's like the adrenaline spike that you get like it's kind of like yeah. you're on the roller coaster like i said your heart rate goes up and you're just like excited and you yeah. laugh at yourself a little bit you know like when you jump yeah. like it's that's a cool true. feeling like it's it's something that a lot of other movies don't give you you know that's true yeah i agree i was re i was rewatching. like i said i was watching uh insidious i was watching chapter three last night and I was oh, like, okay. even though I haven't seen it in a long time, so I, I forgot where some of the jump scares are. But it was funny because it was like at the end where the stupid fucking demon comes out. Like, and, and you know how they use the music too. Like, on top of that, they put the freaking loud ass music. And I was yeah, like, it, it caught yeah. me off guard. And I was like, ah, shit. I was like, it got me. <laughs> After you know, all that's, these years. It's, it's funny because, like, um, you know, the scene in the, in the, there's a scene in my movie where, where she's like, you know confronted with like this this fear you know this thing mm -hmm. and you know like her reaction when she's all freaking out like my actress Kaylin, yeah. you probably yeah. remember it was just like the close-up of her yeah. like uh she was like reacting to nothing man like there was nothing there <laughs> like she never she hadn't seen matanya and like she was like uh the way i got her to that place was like i was like hey have you seen insidious the first one she's like yeah and i was like i was like did that part freak you out with the you know with the reveal of the witch on the top of the closet and like oh, yeah. where it zooms in all fast and he she was like she's like oh my god that freaked me out i was like just just feel that just go back to that that feeling you know like go to that scene and and just see that and like dude she gave me like the best reactions ever like yeah, like she cool. was just like she like brought it like she was like really like scared you know <laughs> and it's like it's like a dude in front of her with a camera and like yeah. three guys behind her with like you know just with the boom and everything and yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool that takes, that's pretty that takes a lot because i'm like i don't know if i would be able to pretend like if i didn't have anything in front of me yeah she just had the the lens and a bunch of like you know like me right there in front of her like yeah <laughs> like, just watching her that's crazy yeah that's a, that's a cool fun fact I, I would i thought she was like actually seeing the the person in front of her or something uh, <laughs> uh and what uh for you what's like your greatest fear um just i i think my greatest fear is like um like um like the maybe the thought of like going crazy like basically like like you know nothing's really happening it's just like you're just losing your mind like you know what i mean like kind of reminds it's like basically that's why i like the shining so much because i feel like he's like mm -hmm. dealing with a lot of like trauma like from like you know alcoholism and everything and and he's like seeing stuff that he thinks it's real but it's not real and it's basically him like to me it's like him like losing his mind like that's yeah. that's my biggest fear is like losing my control of my mind and stuff yeah that is kind of scary <laughs> yeah that's so i try to implement it a lot in my uh later works like yeah. this this one and this new one i'm writing yeah that's cool I i'm excited and do you have a name for it yet or not yet for the new one that you i don't i don't have it no okay it's still just untitled story okay. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's hard too like titling it like i have one like the one that i told you that i'm working on and I, I gave it a title but even then i'm like i don't i'm not like set on it yet like how did you yeah. come up with like bitter murmur like how did you like finally like decide okay that's gonna be it um it was it that's what i thought of first it was like the title like a bitter murmur like it was just like you know like a like a sour whisper or something you know like just something that sounded like weird and dark and yeah was, that's pretty cool i just i just kind of went with it i just i just like what is it i i just kind of like owned it you know i just like i just like put it on and i just like i just like whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stay with this i'm gonna yeah. stick to it and uh that's why with this one i'm a little more like like what, what do i name this like what do i call this yeah <laughs> um and what have you learned so far like um from being in the film festival circuit oh this it, this is my first time ever like being doing film festival circuits like it, we it, it just I, I learned a lot of like um just just basically how to network more 
like keeping yeah. contact with people and like I made a lot of new friends and everything and and uh just it was it was a trip but like seeing people's reactions to the movies you know yeah like I think the biggest reaction we had was for uh in uh North Hollywood at the NoHo Cinefest uh -huh. like it was it was cool it was like a really packed theater and it was just like like I heard the dude next to me, like when uh when the when you see Matanya's face in the movie, yeah, it, I mean, he just like turned like that, and he was just like he's like, oh fuck, man, like <laughs> I was just laughing because he didn't know I was like the director, you know? Oh yeah, it was just like some random dude, and then like people were like gasping and like there was girls yelling in there, and like I was just like, oh, this is cool, like yeah. like it, it just like made me laugh, like I was just laughing because I was like, oh, it's just Matanya. <laughs> That's cool, like probably seeing the people's reactions, right? Like once it's finally out, like. To see, yeah, like, it's, how you're filming. it's pretty, Go ahead. I mean, I'm pretty sure you know it's like it's pretty nerve wracking, like seeing like people, you know, react to something so personal of yours, you know. Yeah. And it's just like, but when it's good, it's just like it's kind of like that that thing we're talking about with horror movies. It's like an adrenaline rush, you know. It's just like, yeah. oh shit, like kind of gets you pumping a little bit. Like you're just like, whoa, like this is fun, like yeah. <laughs> like entertaining people. Yeah. Like, it's like the whole reason why we make movies. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. For for me, I was like, ah, oh, shit. Like when like the the last scene. Where like the the apparition kind of like grabs her and shit. I was like, oh hell no! I was like, I was... <laughs> 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 um, and uh, one thing I like to ask too is like, uh, what are your top five like horror movies of all time? Oh, The Shining's number one for me. Okay. The Shining, uh, The Exorcist. Um, shoot, I like I like Saw the first one a lot. Okay. And. Um, Let's see. What's another one? You got two more. I like Alien, the first one. Yeah. That's a pretty that's yeah, a pretty horror horrific movie for me. Like that one. And then the last one would probably be Misery. Definitely oh, Misery. Nice. Okay. I love Misery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. think to something else. <laughs> Dude, she was she was awesome. Yeah, she's she's funny. Um uh, yeah, like Alien, I was I was rewatching the um just like I love the series of the Alien movies. So I know some of them are like hit or miss, but I like Prometheus. I was I was rewatching it the other day. I like Prometheus. Yeah, I like that it too. One and uh, what was the after, the one after Alien Covenant? I don't know. I feel like yeah, they kind of got hate a little bit, but I was like, I, I like them for what it was. I just because it it kind of continues the mythology of like the whole uh, series, which was cool. Yeah, I liked it too. What what did you think of um, uh, like going like to some A twenty four stuff, like Hereditary oh. and. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I forgot to name those. Those are some of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Hereditary. Yeah, I think I don't know if you and... see in the background. Like I have the the little payment guy back here behind me. It's like it's like a little, it's like really tiny. Let me see if I can. Oh see. shit! Uh, yeah. You see like King Payment with the little crown. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, this too. Are you can see that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Is that Tony Collette, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a little like, pin of her. Yeah, like I was saying, like that film. Honestly, it doesn't even scare me. Like none of like the stuff like where she cuts up her head or like the little girl gets. No, nah, it doesn't. It's for me was more of like uh, the message behind it. Like at least the way I interpreted it was like that you never really finish knowing like your family like because like she didn't yeah. even know her mom. Like yeah. she had a fucking cult going yeah. on and was was having her grandkid like be the fucking vessel for this demon. So for me, that fucking scared me because I can I've dealt with like witchcraft and all that shit in my family. So I was like, that scared me more than the, the other stuff, like the bloody stuff. Hey, I'm in the same boat with you. My family too. We had some uh, witches in the old days in our bloodline. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That shit yeah. creeps me out. I'm like, yeah, I'll stay away from that shit. But I like, I've seen stuff like that. Like my parents would tell me, like, oh yeah, we've gotten this shit happen to us. I was like, oh yeah, no. I'm like, I don't yeah, mess with that stuff. I I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, like th th that's the thing about those movies. They're just like, they just like, they just like, you know, man, they just make you feel like crap, you know. Yeah, it's like you, what's it called? It lingers with you. Like, yeah, like yeah. more of the story. Like, yeah, 824, I was talking about that with my friend. We're like, we should do like a list of, I think the people done on YouTube videos where they like list like their favorites from like top to bottom. But like Hereditary is one of my favorites. And then um, what's another one? I'm like trying to think of all the airy Aster ones. Like Mid uh, Midsommar. Midsommar. Yeah. I, I it's kind of more I... like a, like a traumatic thing. It's like, it's like yeah. a cult, not really cult. It's like, it's like old, weird stuff, like. Swedish. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I was like a huge fan. Like I honestly I only watched it twice, I think. Um but I like Hereditary. I I would watch Hereditary more probably than than that one. Did you ever see uh Bodies Bodies Bodies? Yeah, I was kind of pissed with the end, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I felt so stupid. I was making it all complicated and it was so easy. 
I actually love that that they made it really? so like it, it seemed like so like like it was gonna be like this like mastermind yeah. killer or something. And saying. it was just like this this idiot just doing a TikTok video. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, I felt stupid. I went to go see it in theaters too. I was like, oh what a waste of money. <laughs> yeah, we, we saw it down here. I mean I saw it in my room. I just uh when it came to showtime, I was yeah. just like, Oh shit, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, that was it was yeah i was like are you serious i took my mom too i like forced her to go with me <laughs> she was like what the fuck was this <laughs> um, it's 24 like you always like think a little higher of them you know like it's like it's they true. get so much hype yeah so much hype and what yeah. about lamb lamb i actually haven't seen it but i love the actress the naomi lit girl that yeah. she's in it right yeah um yep i, I like the it. Did you see the one with her? Um, I think it's called You Won't Be Alone. I don't know if it's an A24, but it's like... It's, no, like, I haven't seen that. You should watch it. I, I, you'll probably dig it. It's one of those films either you're going to like it or you're going to hate it because it's really like slow-paced, but it's about witches too, again. Oh, okay. And it's kinda yeah, I'm like, going to check that out. It's weird too because like the whole time, now that I think about it, she had really no dialogue. Like there's no dialogue in that movie. It's all like just acting. Okay, I was like, that's basically how Lamb is. Like Lamb is like... Okay my brother was like really like pushing me to watch it he's like because he bought like the special edition of it and everything and uh -huh. he was just like so like he couldn't stop thinking about it and i was just like i was like if a movie does that to you then that's pretty good you know where you just don't you keep thinking about it even though you're like i hated it but like i still think about it like it did something to you like it left you with a feeling a lingering feeling you know and and so i watched it and i was just like whoa like it's it's a weird movie but it's like it's like so paced it's like it's like pretty horrific and stuff, you know, and yeah. it, I don't know. It's just, you got to watch it. It's just like a trip. Yeah, because I remember I think I, I was going to watch it. I, I, wanna, I know for sure I've seen the trailer and I saw like maybe the beginning, but I, I don't think I finished like I want to say I kind of skimmed through it. And then I was yeah. like, should I go back to it? Because I kept hearing like good things about it. But yeah, she comes out in it and I was that's why I wanted to watch it. So I'll probably have to give it a rewatch to watch. Yeah, it she's really good in it. She's yeah. really good in it. Okay, then if you like that one, you'll probably like it's called You Won't Be Alone. But it's like pretty much the premise is like um this like ancient witch or whatever. It's like in a village. It's like I don't know if it never says what uh era it takes place in, but it looks like those old era, like maybe like eighteen hundreds or something. I don't know. I'm not good with my eras, but it's something around <laughs> that time. Um uh, and like this witch pretty much like tells these farmers like that she'll give them like um their crops to grow because I think everything's dying. And so yeah. she's like, in order for you guys to like have all these crops, whatever, like you guys, whoever has a baby or whatever, will owe me your baby. When it's kind of like a Rumpelstiltskin type of vibe. Uh, That's crazy. And so, yeah. And so they like tell her, right? <laughs> They're like, when you have your baby, you have to give it to me. And so obviously the lady later like has the baby, and obviously you have your kid. You're probably looking at them, and you're like, oh shit, like I have to give you away now. And so she doesn't yeah. want to <laughs> do it, but she ends up like the witch ends up just taking her away, uh, and the poor girl like grows up in the in the cave, and then but then she escapes. And then it's pretty much like she kind of became the vessel for the witch, I think. It's kind of weird because like there's no really no dialogue. So I'm just like interpreting it how I interpret it. But pretty much she's like also a witch, the little girl. Um, and so she takes these different forms of people. It's crazy. It's like a crazy ass film, but you have to watch it. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the other 824, I think like X. I liked X with. Uh, oh, I loved X. I love yeah. Pearl, too. Oh yeah, Pearl. Too, Pearl yeah. was like, uh, it was like a one, it was like a wacky play at uh, Alice in Wonderland. No, 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 at uh, Wizard of Oz to me. Yeah. Okay. It was so trippy, <laughs> all the colors and everything. And yeah. I love Wizard of Oz, so it's just like I was blown away by that one. Yeah, I'm excited for the third one. Was it a uh, what did they call Maxine? it? Maxine. Yeah. Uh, yep. Maxine. Yeah. The Mia Goss is is hilarious. Like, did you watch um, what's the one? Infinity Pool. Have you watched that one with her? I, no, I want to see that one. Okay, you gotta watch it. It's freaking hilarious. There's like a freaking funny scene. I don't want to kill it because there was like a scene that me and my friend were just cracking up. Like she's just like she's <laughs> over the top. I feel like she's like the Nicolas Cage like female version. Um, but it's freaking hilarious. Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to check it out. It's yeah. on my list. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and then before we get out of here, um, I usually want to like ask like, what's your um, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind, like either creatively or or personally? Um, just want to leave some movies that are going to entertain people, you know, like hopefully like my first feature that we, that I ever go into, it'll be something that's like something I'm super proud of that will just like, you know, people will be stoked on it. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. That's cool. Um, and then anything else that you want to like promote before we get out of here? Um, no, there's nothing right now. Like I'm just, we have, we have some screenings going on. Like, uh, we had a screening yesterday in New York for a bit of murmur. Nice. Congrats. And, um, thank you. 
and I heard it went well, so <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't be there. Yeah. It was like on a, a Monday night, you know? So, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we're going to be screening in uh, London, like, oh, but wow. it's going to be online. I, okay. I guess they're going to have it online too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, we got a couple of festivals we're going to be screening at and, you know, um, anybody wants to watch the movie, just hit me up <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Is there uh, any other ones that you're like planning to attend that's like farther away that you'd want to go or, or not yet? Like, um there is i mean if i got into into horrible imaginings then that mm -hmm. one would definitely would be one that i'd go into that's cool. where's that but one at? that one's in anaheim i think okay oh that'd be cool yeah yeah, yeah. that's pretty good that's a cool that's a cool thing about like uh being in film festivals because you get to be on these different places of the world which is really cool yeah yeah it's like people like uh see them everywhere else you know what i mean like people in new york and stuff like that's pretty cool. Like I, yeah. I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And then shout out to your brother, right? Too. Cause he was, he's also, was he like a executive producer or, uh, executive? Yeah. Okay. He's an executive producer. He put, you know, he put, he put some money in there and he, uh, <laughs> emotional support, you know, helped me on set. <laughs> he was a guy that like watched me on set that I wasn't going to have like a complete nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Anytime they needed to find me. Cause like, they, we had like walkie talkies and everything so anytime you need to find me like he would just like hey dude they're, they're looking for you on set like oh okay because <laughs> i always be outside like doing my own thing or something like away sometimes yeah. just hanging out with the actors like just talking with them because <laughs> like i didn't want to be in the way of the crew guys because it was such yeah. a small space too okay yeah, yeah so he was uh he was always there you know reading my first draft reading my last draft and you know just giving me like uh just good pep talks like it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. You know, it's good. It's good emotional support. Yeah, that's cool. And shout I, out to him. And then, yeah, and then the film festival is always promoting. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, going everywhere. Hey, come watch this movie. Yeah, come watch this movie, man. <laughs> and when uh, when can people like start like actually like viewing the film? Are you gonna eventually like put it on streaming? Yeah, or? probably by September of this year. It's gonna be just I'll, I'll just have it online. Okay, cool. Yeah, let me know. Send yeah, me the link, and then I can put it in the description. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I can always edit the video too. Like if I drop it before then and if you, you know, drop it afterwards, I can go back and edit the description. That'd be cool. Okay. Okay. Cool. For sure. Well, thank you so much again, you know, for taking the time to like get to know you and talk about your film. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, you know, thank you everybody for tuning in. If you haven't already, like go ahead and follow Manny. I have his IG on here my ig as well and you know follow nightmare on sedgwick avenue um on youtube uh subscribe at seven octobers everything is under that name um yeah thank you everybody for tuning in